Hi, it's Mitch from PickDogs.com, and it is Wednesday, January 19th, 2022, here with your live show. Of course, we're live seven, uh, seven days a week, 365 days a year, here on our PickDogs YouTube channel. We have a variety of different shows. This show is live Monday through Friday, right around this time, around 10.20, 10.25 a.m. Eastern Time. Basically, the way this show works is... Uh, I, just kind of go over the day's card, look at uh, any line moves, any action that looks suspicious or anything of that nature or anything that kind of just strikes my eye. And then uh, at the same time, of course, uh, our audience free to ask questions. The only thing we ask is uh, nothing is off limits, but if you have a question uh, that's uh, pick related, you have to be supporter level or higher on our YouTube. And we, we change that because... Uh, well, people didn't hit the like button, so we have to do something to at least, you know, cater to our supporters as opposed to, uh, you know, people that can't even do the bare minimum, like, hit the like button, which is sad. But anyways, we're going to get into today's show, of course, and uh, big card in college basketball. It was a fun one last night, at least for me. I, you know, I'm a big Miami fan. Everyone knows that. On the VIP show, I gave out Miami um, as well, and I even said to play them on the alternate line uh, and lay points with the Canes, and uh, they did not disappoint. The largest halftime deficit uh, in 25 years for North Carolina, down 27 at the half. And, of course, Miami winning by 28 in that game. So if you played the, the heels to come back in the second half and that thing got absolutely crushed every which way. The Canes first place in the ACC. It is a very down year for the ACC, no doubt about it. But, uh, you know, when you look at that conference, you know, it's still Duke and Florida State and, and Virginia and North Carolina and, you know, teams that can beat anybody on any given day, Louisville. But, uh you know, Miami at the top of the heap. And, of course, you know, they don't give out conference titles in January. You know, that that doesn't happen. It happens in March. And, of course, nothing really matters until the until the conference tournaments and, uh, you know, at the beginning of March. And then, of course, the NCAA tournament. But uh, hopefully you guys are off to a good morning so far. I know I am. So uh, uh, at the beginning of March and then saying that my the trackpad is but, uh, running low. So we'll plug that in. So we're able to good morning so far. I know move around. That would be a problem. So, uh, I lost that. But uh, good morning to everyone that's joining us. Running low. So we'll plug that in. So we're able to So Henry Wiggins has a question. But good morning to everyone that's joining us. Over under in the uh, Alabama LSU game. Um, so Henry Wiggins has a question. And that is over on, and uh, he says LSC, but uh, it's LSU. And I don't know. I think that that game probably goes, stays to the lower scoring side, but let's just take a quick look at what's going on with it. I would say right now I would lean to the, um, Hmm. I'd I'd lean to the under personally, but it's not a game. That's not something I'm betting. That's for sure. But uh, so Manny Miles has a question about PJ Tucker, but 
like I said, we'll gladly answer any questions that you have, but if it's a pick or something like that related question, you need to be a supporter level or higher on our channel. And it's just something that we had to institute because people don't hit the, do the bare minimum to hit the thumbs up or whatever. And so we made this thing and it's three bucks a month. So it does, it doesn't really help us much financially. Um, it certainly doesn't, um, break your bank, but it just basically says that you're, that you're there. Of course we have our prop tools, which you can use for props like that. And I'll show you guys like I do every day, um, how to use those prop tools. But let me put a link as to how do you become a supporter level instead of just sitting here and saying that. So it's right there. What fish is in season for eating in Hawaii? All fish are always in season in Hawaii. That's for sure. But if you're interested in props, um, we have the best prop betting tools on the planet. So you just go to sportschatplace.com. You go to sportschatplace.com. You go to uh, betting tools. It'll land you right on this page right here. These are just our general betting tools homepage. And then from the betting tools, you just go over here to players. So those of you that are listening on the podcast, I'm just saying you go to sports chat and you go to, you click on betting tools and then you click on players. And NBA is what we're talking about here. And if you click here, player props, it tells you all sorts of stuff about how often these props will hit. And you can look at, you know, how often they hit and over what period they hit. So there's implied value here on these, and we're going to start showing you that as well. But uh, you can see, you don't need to ask me about player props. You can get them pretty much yourself at the website. Other people charge for this. We don't. Other people charge for less than what you get from our betting tools. We know that. Um, there's some there's some great um, betting tools here. You know, you can look at the at the odds movement, both at uh, Sports Chat and at Pick Dogs, and it'll tell you who the big movers are on the day. But my internet seems to be a little overblown with the live show. And... Uh, and doing the uh, doing that at the same time. Anyways, now now it's up, of course. So here you go. So you can see here's the biggest odds moves for the day. High point, Charleston. Look at that Utah Jazz line. I saw this one at 15 last night. And now it's all the way down to, it's 12 and now it's back to 13. And then you can see Louisville went from seven to seven and a half. I like Boston College in that one, to be honest with you. You can look at spread or money line here as well. The Lakers against the Pacers, that line's bouncing around. UNC Asheville, someone mentioned that in the comments as well. Line move against uh, North Carolina A&T. I always call it. I always call it North Carolina AT and T. I'm not sure. It's certainly not out of uh, disrespect, but that's for sure. 
But uh, we got a nice card today. NBA is absolutely loaded. And, you know, the the uh, the tools at PickDogs.com are loaded with picks, too, for uh, for these NBA games. It, they really, really like the dogs today. So here's the deal. I'm less. So the question is, when you see big line moves, what side should you take? I am less of a believer in the sharp line moves than almost anyone in this business and probably most betters. In fact, when I see a line move, um, a lot of times it's creating opportunity in the line. So to me, um, when you, to me, when I see line moves like that, I would rather, uh, I, I, I see it as opportunity, you know, to, to make another bet. So that's where I'm at with that. You know, I think depending on which side you're on, I think if, if you've handicapped the game and you've done your homework and this is your betting strategy and this is how you do things and that line moves and it's moving, you know, say you, say you like them plus seven and now you're getting eight. I like it even better. <laughs> it's, it's like that's what it really comes to. I've told these stories before where I've sat in a sports book and I say to you know, whoever I'm with, Every time someone says this team's name that I can hear it in the line, I'm going to put another 100 bucks on that team. And I've gotten to the window where I have no more money and my ATM is maxed. And I have to sit there with a bag of Cheez-Its. You know, or basically I have to wait until, you know, if, if something happened to go wrong in the game, which it's never happened in that situation, um, I would have to wait until the next day <laughs> till the ATM or go to the bank or something. I don't know what I would do, depending on what day it is and what time it is, right? But I believe those were like, a, that usually happens like on a college football Saturday or Friday night. But uh, Campbell over 129 and a half. Let's, let's go to some games that I don't know much about. That's a, always a good place to start. Let's see what we got cooking with the Campbell Camels today. Up against Longwood. This one's on, on the road. So it went from 127.5 to 129. I always start look at with the defense. Longwood actually plays a decent defense, and so does Campbell. So Longwood has a good offense. But Campbell's defense. I like the under in that one. I see the line going higher. I like the under. I like it even better at 129 than I like it at 127 and a half. What made you choose betting as a career? Um, I don't know. I just, I got fired from every job I ever had. And it's something that I've, that I've always been good at. So I think that the thing about me is that in general in life, and it makes some people super uncomfortable um, a few character traits that I have that make me um, successful at it is number one. Um, well, number one is uh, I'm fearless. Like I never get worried. Nothing ever bothers me. I don't get knocked off center by like, you know, a, by my team being down or up or anything like that. I can stay super level headed. I'm also a huge risk, risk taker. I'm not afraid to take a risk. If the, re if the reward is there, I'm willing to take a risk. I've, you know, I've gone like sell your house all in, not on a bet, but on other things, you know, in my life. No problem. Like not even flinching, you know? So 
It's like, you need to be like that. You can't like, you can't play to not lose. You have to play to win. Like you see the idiots with the spreadsheets, you know, it's like, Oh, you know, mitigating risk and all this other stuff. It's like, yeah, it's a great way to not make any money at all. It's like, you need to maximize your return on every win. That's the only way to win at sports betting. It is the only way to win. It's not like about some formula and about like betting these percentages of your bankroll and all that stuff. You need to maximize your return on every win. So, you don't, you obviously you're not going to love, love, love every game. And a matter of fact, you might only find one game that you love all year or, you know, even every two years, you know. But when those games happen, you got to throw the bomb and you got to be willing to, willing to take that risk and willing to go and say, you know, I've, I feel good about it. What do I think about Auburn, Georgia? So I did a video on this one and um, the, so my batteries, you guys see like, so on the show, when I sit here, um, I use this microphone, right? So this is all like plugged in and wired. It has like this. It's called XLR microphone. When I do the videos, I wear a lavalier microphone. You guys can see it. It's attached to my shirt. And it has a battery pack that's attached, a transmitter that's attached on my waist. And then there's another one that runs into the camera. Well, the batteries ran out halfway through the Auburn, Georgia video. So uh, the line... Um, the video didn't go through and I didn't reshoot because I just didn't think it was that big of a deal considering we had done so many other videos. Yeah, I would say scared money doesn't make money. That's that's part of it. But at the same time, you have to be... Per- I, I never go all in on a bet on a... Um, on, on a game, you know, I'll go all in on other stuff, but I wouldn't go all in on a, on a bet on a game, on a sporting event, that's for sure. But I, you know, there's certain games that I'll bet bigger than others. And I think those of you that are um, VIP and premium members, and this is not a plug for that or anything, that's for people that want to do it. If you don't want to do it, we're all good, right? But it's like, I think people on that those shows, and I think when I was on the other live show with Brian and Joe and, uh, and Rod, I think you guys heard that a lot from me where it was like, I'm taking alternate lines. I'm willing to go for the big payout, right? It's like, like last night with Miami against North Carolina. I didn't take two and a half points. Same thing with Davidson, right? I didn't take the points. Screw it, I went for the payout, you know? Yeah, our college basketball picks. Um, I'm kind of be- like the one thing that, you know, the reason why I, one of the reasons why I don't do the live show in the morning with everybody anymore is because I felt like my mind got cluttered from just doing the video picks and then going doing these picks and arguing with Brian all morning and stuff. And it's like, and, you know, Rod, and it's like not fun for me. You know, I'm not in the. I'm not in a comp pick. See, Brian's like super competitive about it. To me, I'm not in a pick competition like that. I'm just here to make money. This is what I do for a living, you know? So it's like, I'm just trying to make money and, and, and get you guys on winners as well. And, um, you know, that's why I started my first website was just to try and 
share my opinion. And, and, and that is still what we do. We just share our opinion. I, don't, I never claim to be the best there ever is or guarantee people are going to win with my picks or anything like that. Never once. That's why I find when people accuse me of doing things like that, it's just uh, it's disgusting. Cavs first quarter for JPZ. Didn't really look at that game too much. The one that um, the one that the betting tools really likes when you go to uh, when we looked at the um, pick dogs betting tools the f- the first half and first quarter the, they like Memphis in the first half. The me- Memphis has covered in the first half as underdogs eleven in a row. So. There you can see it. Memphis is covered in the first half 11 in a row as underdogs. So it's just one trend out there. And then the other one, there was another first quarter one. The, the Kings are 0-7 in the first quarter as favorites. So there, there they are. I guess it depends on what book you're at for the, for the quarters as far as that goes. Would you take LSU to win? I think that I don't think there's I don't think there's as much value in them winning outright because I don't know if they can do it. SEC officiating at home can be really really rough. We saw that in the Alabama Houston game, so I wouldn't go that far. But four points in a game like this is like getting ten. Yep, everyone smash that like button. Subscribe to our channel if you haven't already. Of course, this this show, if you don't have a chance to catch it live or if you want to listen to it on the go, I don't know how effective it is, but it's on um, Spotify, iTunes, Aud- 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 Audacity, all those things. So be sure to check it out um, in that form. It's called Picks from the Doghouse is what we call it on there. So... Uh, Tons of good stuff going on. Tons of good stuff. Anyways, the way this show works is um, I'm willing to take just about any question out there. Um, No religion, no politics, but just about anything else. And um, of course, if it's a pick question or a pick about a game, you need to be a, you need to be a supporter level or higher on our YouTube, we don't we don't trust on people to give us likes or any of that stuff. Um, yeah, so Jason Williams and, and some of these other guys. Um, yeah, what do you think about Ryder plus five versus Quinnipiac? That's an interesting one. Okay, here's one. Ryder plus five versus Quinnipiac. Not one that's totally on my radar because the thing is, is that We've seen Ryder play well in spots, and we've seen Quinnipiac play poorly in spots. I think initially when you look at it, you say Quinnipiac right out of the gate, but they're just three and four against the number at home. Ryder, you know, we saw Ryder absolutely uh, bludgeon uh, uh, Marist, 79-75. There are seven and a half point dogs in that one. The final was 79-75. The game was not that close, and that was their last road game. These teams just played on January 14th and uh, 
that it went to overtime with uh, Quinnipiac winning by seven in overtime. I'm going to take Ryder in the points there is what I would do. I would take Ryder. It's a lean, you know. It's it's super quick handicapping. It's a lean. I just think when these when two teams play each other and you have overtime, usually I would I would consider money line on Ryder in that one as well. I would. I did a video on this one. What do I think about Villanova minus 14 at Marquette? Boy, it, on the surface, it just looks like a ton of points, right? And that's why I just, I didn't even really look at this game because I saw that point spread and I was like, there's no way I can get anywhere with it. You know, I, I automatically crossed it off. I just, just like, you know what? I don't want any part of it, but I'll take a look at it with you guys. And this is my first look at this game. You know, obviously Villanova is the is the better team here. Uh, Marquette's defense is lacking, but when you get into Big East play, you're never really sure what's going to happen. And the thing is, Marquette is playing their best basketball of the season, winning their last four, knocking off Seton Hall, DePaul, Georgetown, and Providence. You know, most of those wins were at home, except for the Georgetown game. But Villanova also getting it in gear. And we know when Jay Wright gets it in gear with his team, man, they really get it in gear. They won by 40 last time out against Butler. They beat Xavier by four on the road. Not an easy thing to do. Uh, beat Creighton by 34. You know, so when they're hammering teams, which they've done at home, uh, they are hammering them. I think if anything, I would take Villanova here. It's a lean at best. I'm not betting it personally, but you're asking an opinion, and that's just my opinion. Just a quick look at it, not deep diving, nothing, but uh, very quick, quick uh, look at it. Yep, gave that out. I don't do a lot of totals, so I spend zero time on it, so I don't really do much on it at all. I don't have time for it. There's, there's, there's too many games out there, you know, in college basketball. It's not my thing. I leave that to some people. That is the, that's all they do. And for me, it's like I've been online for 15 years, right? Giving out picks, right? I started my first site. I typed into Google, how do I start a website, right? My story is out there. And I started just giving my opinion on games. And I didn't have a monetization scheme, none of these things, right? You know, it's like I just had a website. I paid for everything for years and I just gave out picks. And um, what I found is that what made me successful is I just listened to the audience as to what they wanted to hear. We only have X amount of time, right? That's all we have to work with, to give out picks, to, to look at games, to look at different formulas. And it's like, I look at what you guys want the most. And that's, that's against the spread or money line. And while occasionally I will give a total, especially on a lighter card, um, generally I try and avoid them, but I would say the place where I would, would lean to doing totals, um, is NBA basketball. To me, that's the place where you can make a lot of money. If you really can, can dial in on your totals 
NBA basketball is by far, if you want to get thrown out of a sports book for betting, bet NBA totals. <laughs> it's, a, it's a really good way. The other way that you'll get thrown out of an online sports book, um, at least the way that they, they did it to me in the past, and this is before the U.S. legalization of sports books, is if you bet half times of odd-looking games. So, like, you know, these these weird games, you know, the kind of like, you know, the smaller games, you know, and you start betting those halves. Vermont minus 12 against New Jersey. Once again, you guys are really taken under the radar here, but we'll take a look. Usually we try and do just one question per person, keep it fair, but we'll give one more since I didn't say anything before. One game pick per person. Yeah, I got I I've been I've been booted by from a few of them, and it's it's usually you know it's always for winning. It is what it is. Yeah, some people some people are really good at the totals. Some people are really good at sides. I just I I lean to sides and I spend more time on sides because I find that's what you guys want. Like when I give out totals in my in my YouTube videos, when I give out totals, which I do in the NFL, and I haven't been very good at them to be honest with you, is um, I hear from you guys give a side. That's all I hear. So it's like I I I know I've been doing this for a long time. I've been I you know I I had I've had sports chat plays for almost fifteen years. I built the other side picks and parlays, and I also built built this one pick dogs. So it's like I've been working with. Millions of you guys. And I know you guys prefer the sides. No, they don't let you back. You don't, you don't want to go back because they take your money. When you win, they don't pay you. They give you your money that you deposited. They don't pay you on your bets. So you don't want to go back. That's the question. Do they let you go back after they boot you? The answer is you don't want to go back because they don't pay you. They owe you money is the way you feel. Anyways, Vermont, the defense is definitely there um, offensively. Um, Vermont with a big edge. 14 points, though, on the road. Uh, it's a big, big, big ask here. Um, we, you know, the Catamounts a few years ago for us were really major spread-covering machines. But when you look at them, their only loss recently is Providence. Not a lot of shame in that. I don't like that Greensboro loss, but that was back around Thanksgiving. We can pretty much excuse that. For NJIT, losing to UMBC by 20 is not a good sign. And losing by 15 to Albany, not much better. Certainly playing some horrible basketball. They beat UMass. Um, earlier, lost to Northwestern by 18. I could see Vermont getting it done here. I'd lay the wood with Vermont in this one. Actually, I'm thinking I'm going to bet it now that you brought it to my attention. Yeah, hopefully, um, if yeah, if you're into props, we have the best prop betting tools. So hopefully you've checked out our prop betting tools. Um, we have the best prop betting tools. So hopefully you guys have checked those out. If uh, that's your thing. Um let me bring it up for you one more time. Of course, show you our prop betting tools if you haven't seen them.
You go here, you go to Sports Chat Place, go to Players, click on something like NBA, click on Player Props. You could go by however long they've been playing. All the games this season, props that have hit 60% or better, it's all these for today. It's that easy. And then you can just find implied value. Like this prop, Jimmy Butler, assists under 7.5, has hit 20 of 26 games, yet it pays right around even money. That seems like a good one. Mike Conley assists under six and a half has hit 27 to 39 times. So 69% of the time and you're getting plus money on it. What right does a sports book have to boot you because of winning? Um, they, ha- they can accept as a customer anyone they want. Um, they have the right to accept whoever they want and who they don't want as a customer. And when you sign up for a sports book and when you make a bet and when you do all those things, there is a long list of rules that you have agreed to. A very long list. Go check it out sometime. Both regulated U.S. books, even check the offshores. You'll see. There's a very, very long list of rules. Very long. And usually it says, we don't like losing. I mean, that's pretty much what the rules say. We only work with U.S. regulated sports books. I never was on the offshores, right? You guys never saw, like on a lot of the other sports um, sites like mine, like, you know, you saw just like always like a NASCAR for all of these offshore sports books. And then when the U.S. got regulated, and then they got rid of all those guys. Don't work with those guys that we pushed on you for 15, 20 years, right? We don't work with those guys anymore. Only work with these U.S. books, right? It's like ridiculous and you know we only work with u.s books we didn't ever worked with the other guys so yeah and in a place where they don't have legal sports betting we're gonna have some alternatives for people that live in places that don't have legal sports betting we're gonna have some other thing the sneaky parlay on sports chat is something it wasn't working the last time i checked it Yeah, it's supposed to give you um it's supposed to give you a parlay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna send a uh I'm gonna send an email to the tech guys, but I believe it's not working correctly. Well, you know, it's every you can every single sports book out there, right? U.S. sports books, offshore sports books, um, any of them, all have a horror story from a customer. Every single one of them does. Has a, has a customer that's had a negative experience. It's just the way that it is. But what you want to avoid, the, the thing you want to avoid in sports books is the ones that don't pay you, the ones that can just disappear. And that's the problem with the offshores. So, like, when you look at our sports books that we have at Sports Chat Place and at Pick Dogs, right, you can see all of these are names that you know. These are real companies. Betway, Foxbet, Bet America, DraftKings, FanDuel, right? There's no, like, fly by night. These places are not, are not going anywhere, you know? Like, Bet365 is a 
is bigger. So most people like in the U.S. wouldn't even know this, but Bet365 is bigger than Caesars and MGM combined. That's how much money they have. So you don't have to worry about it. You know, if you're working with a U.S. regulated sports book, they have the money to pay you. I, I've worked, I've, I've made offshore bets like, you know, back in the day, long before I was ever online doing this. And um, I've had situations where they didn't pay me, you know, where they just, they couldn't, they just disappeared. Yeah, absolutely. If you guys sign up through the uh, sports book, um, through our websites, it helps us a ton. It absolutely helps us a ton. What it does is as more sports books come on board, it'll help us get better offers, you know, for you guys, which is all I care about. That's for sure. Also helps us charge them more for advertising, which is also good for you guys because we always take that money and put it back into the website, right? You guys see it all the time. Yeah, Sugar House um, is what we've been showing in our prop on our player props, the odds that we've been showing are from uh, Sugar House. We might add more to that, but for right now, you can see um, the odds that we that we have here are from uh, Sugar House. These are for the NFL games on Saturday, but you could see them. You could just bet them right off the site right here. See, you just click right here. You can just bet it right away. Same thing with NBA. With all of them, really. You can just go right on here. And, like, you can just click right here and it takes you right there. You can bet it. It's pretty cool. Try and make it easy for you. The books don't like certain betting strategies, like arbitrage betting or live betting large amounts. The books don't like to lose. They don't mind if you arbitrage or live bet certain amounts as long as you don't win. It's just the way that it is. You ever see Casino? You know, the scene where uh, the guy, where they, they, in the slots, you know, where uh, De Niro's like yelling at the guy that's running the slots and he fires him. And he's like, that slot hit three times in, in, you know, in an hour. And he's like, and you didn't know. He's like, he's like, how would I know? He's like, because they won. That's how you would know. Yeah, we do games the day of. Who do you want to see in the Super Bowl? Uh, I don't know. I'd like to see Aaron Rodgers in there. 11 to 1 marketing. That's, to me, that's like a lottery ticket, you know? Florida should have, Florida's supposed to have sports betting. and They had it, now they don't have it. I don't know what's going on with it yet. I do, what are you talking about? I don't understand the question on this one. Can you please start doing more of the NBA picks in college basketball? What does that mean? I don't understand what you're saying. I mean, on YouTube? What do you mean? I mean, I do, I, I, I did 15,000 picks this year in the last, in the last year. I did 14,000 free picks. How can I do more? I don't understand that. The betting tools have been pretty pretty solid. Um, yesterday, there was only two NBA games. There was really nowhere to go on the betting tools yesterday. So there's nowhere for them to fall off. But besides that, they've been pretty good. They're not going to hit every single game. That's for damn sure. 
you know, nothing is. Mr. Jive Man on the Rams money line. I don't know. I don't understand the question. I wish. I wish I. I. It's. It's so hard. It's like on these questions. It's. It's. It's so hard on these questions. Um, unless people are super specific as to what they're saying, because it's like. I. That's why I always say Team A versus Team B with the point spread. Like the other day, someone asked Indiana. Right, the Pacers were playing, the Hoosiers were playing. You know, it's like who the heck knows what you're talking about. I don't understand this. Wizards Nets SGP picks. I don't know what that means. I wish I understood what that meant. Anyways, be sure to smash that like button. I love doing this show, just talking to you guys, basically, is all this show is these days. Um, yeah, it's always easy after the game is over. This is, this is like, this is the dumbest comments. Oh, there's no such thing as a dumb comment. Yeah, there is. It's those. The best handicapper for UFC is Mills Young, hands down. It's not even, it's without a question. Yeah, there's a video on the Drake game. Uh, Kevin, Kevin Thomas did it. Oh, same game parlay. I don't even like to do regular parlays. It's not, it's not following the chat because I can see, um, I can see the chat here. I like I have a separate screen. That's how I'm putting you put the questions up there. See? It's like I have a thing. So it's not that hard to follow the chat. It's We didn't see I don't we I don't see it. Oh, let's look at the comments of the show. I called it before tip off. I we could do a whole show Mitch's winners and just go over all the picks that I won that I actually gave out before the game started. But I do know that I can go around and just say I won this one and I won this one. I know I can do that. It's just just talk about my winners and I would never lose. I could win 100% of the time just talking about the game if I only talk about the games I won. And if I get to give the picks out after the game Ticket doesn't mean anything. I mean, I had Miami minus nine and a half against North Carolina. I didn't give it out. I gave them out minus two and a half, I believe, in the VIP show. This is a good question. Do you bet every day? I was wondering if betting something like every day can help me avoid as many losses. Interested in learning about sports being strategy. Um, so... The thing about this is it depends on the card. I rarely, rarely take a pass if there's a lot of games. You know, if there's a reasonable amount of games, I I bet every day. But if there's like one Monday night football game or Thursday night football game or something, that's it. And I don't like the game, then I don't bet it just for the sake of betting. Or if it's like, you know, five game card or something and I really don't like it, I might not bet it. But it's, it's a rare, rare day that I take a straight pass. 
I mean, I've been talking about, you know, making picks and betting on this, on these videos and live shows for 15 years. So <laughs> we know the all-star break. I don't bet generally. I don't know. Ghost is trying to tell me something uh, here about sports betting. I'm, I don't really understand what he's talking about, but I sure wish I did. Anyways, well, thanks everyone for uh, joining us today. I had fun as always. I'll be back tomorrow. We'll do the same thing over and again. Um, hopefully, uh, you know, I don't know. We haven't really found any direction here, but I don't mind. I kind of like the way things go. Um, what's the difference between VIP and premium picks? Is one more confident by buying your pick package on PickDogs? Well, the, all right. This is this is actually a good question. This is actually a really good question. So he's asking, what's the difference between the VIP and the premium? This is on YouTube. So the difference between the premium and the VIP, the premium is kind of like we each give out a pick that we're betting, but it's not one of our premium plays on the website that we gave out for sale to the people that have our monthly packages and daily packages and stuff like that. None of those picks are like that. They're, they're just games that we are betting, but they're not the best of the best. The VIP, each of us give out a premium, each of us give out one of our premium picks that we have for sale on the website, which is ridiculous considering, you know, those packages 40 bucks a day or something and we're giving out a third of them every day, each of us. It's, I hate the VIP because it's like, it's basically we're giving away money. But we do it because we said we would. Um... And uh, the premium picks on the website are, those are my best bets for the day. Those are the ones that I'm betting those things the most. Those are the ones I like the best are the ones that are on the website. Those are, and that, and the pricing is, is, is exactly in line with that process. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it comes with the territory. The, basically, the, the premise of the premium and VIP on YouTube is that you can get familiar with each capper and decide if buying their individual picks is the direction that you want to go, whether it be myself, Joe, Brian, or Rod, um, any of us, you know, to buy our picks individually. We're not like a group consensus. You know, Brian and I were on the opposite side, I think, of almost every single pick yesterday. And probably today again is my guess. Yes, I do. I think Boston College can win. Boston minus three and a half. I told you. What we're going to do is we're going to block you. We don't care if you told us. Not, not, not our show, right? I think you're someone, I told you. Who are they playing? I'll take the other side. I don't, I'll blindly take the other side. The betting tools say take the other side. Let's see. I know that the betting tools say take the other side of Boston. Let's just let's just do it. Let's find it here. I know that. Let's find it. All right. It says. I'll take the Hornets all day. Covering the spread as underdogs against the Atlantic Division. Five in a row. I'll take the Hornets. No problem. I'll go with the betting tools. They've been straight fire. There it is. 
Remember, the betting tools told you. Told you. Florida State was a lock. I mean, here it is. This guy's just giving pay. I, I can't do it, man. Can't do it. Not going to do it. We're not going to sit here and have somebody giving out picks after the games are over. It's just not what we do. It's not what we're about. Can't stand it. It's what you call it, straight crap. Oh, Rod deleted him before I could even get there. Uh, no, you don't have to take a pass. If that's what you believe, go ahead. I'm just fading that guy. What is the betting tools? The betting tools are our tools on Sports Chat Place and PickDogs.com. There's a link in the description of this video. Anyways, Rod is, is moderating. That means I've run over my time again. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. We appreciate each and every one of you. Um, aloha. Ahuiho.